2: Welcome to the Present Resistance, the weekly radio podcast where you can fill your knowledge void of cannabinoids and get your PhD in THC and CBD because you don't just want to burn it. You want to learn it, seeking to defeat the alternative facts of Prohibition, one interview at a time, and advocating for the plant, the whole plant, and nothing but the plant. Join me for a weekly reefer Radio Rebellion Against Prohibition as I speak with some of the principal risk takers, movers and shakers, and history makers of the cannabis industry, culture, and reform movement. I'm your host, Vivian McPeak. I am the executive director of the world's largest annual cannabis policy reform event, the Seattle Hemp Fest, speaking flower to power for 28 years and found at hempfest.org. I'm also the author of the book Protestable, a 20-year retrospective of Seattle Hempfest from AHA Publishing, also found at hempfest.org. Org. Today's guest on Hempresent present is cannabis entrepreneur, Edward Weidenfeld. Ed Weidenfeld is a graduate of the University of Wisconsin and Columbia University School of Law. He was a senior partner at a major international law firm where he specialized in corporate transactions and administrative law before founding his eponymous firm, the Weidenfield Law Firm. Mr. Weidenfield has been appointed to high-level boards and commissions under six presidential administrations, most recently serving as chairman of the Board of Visitors of the National. Defense University. He's a lifetime member of the American Law Institute and a senior fellow of the Administrative Conference of the United States. Mr. Weinfeld became a supporter of medical cannabis after he was diagnosed with Parkinson's disease. He was national chairman of the Parkinson's Action Network, which is now part of the Michael J. Fox Foundation. And I'm very honored to have him with me today. Welcome,
3: Ed, to Cannabis Radio. Vivian, it's good to be with you. And certainly your distinguished career may have been better spent than mine. (laughs) Well, thank
2: you so much. I'm not sure about that, Ed, but I appreciate that. Uh, you, You were at one time general counsel to Ronald Reagan's 1980 presidential campaign. Your wife served as First Lady Betty Ford's press secretary. You were at the time fully on board with Nancy Reagan's Just Say No campaign. But after you received a diagnosis of Parkinson's disease, you tried treating the symptoms of Parkinson's with cannabis What did you find cannabis to do for you when you started taking the herb medicinally? I
3: found that it has a series of healing powers that is undeniable, and that the prohibition movement had really been very little more than an attempt to control recalcitrant minority members in selective enforcement of the law, it, uh, I Go ahead. That leaves the question open as to when I found out and how I found out, and indeed, the Parkinsons led me to approach. Cannabis as a healing drug rather than the gateway to an uncertain future of addiction, which was the stereotype that I was receiving. You feel that, that
2: cannabis could be a gateway to economic vitality for America in some degree?
3: Absolutely. But long before you reach the argument of the economic benefit to society of cannabis, you reach the argument this is a benign substance that has undeniable therapeutic effects. It's a great anti-inflammatory, which relieves the pain that opiates treat. I'm not saying there's a one-for-one substitution, but there is a much, much higher percentage of opioid addicts who would make marijuana their alternative? For me, there are also psychic effects from the night terror dreams to anxiety that is relieved by in the. District of Columbia, we think our cannabis, our district cannabis is in certain strains that combine CBD and THC relieves the psychic anxiety without hangover the next day. Ed, I, I want to get into your. Um, I want
2: to get talk about your cannabis production, your cultivation efforts. But first, you've previously called cannabis a wonder drug. What would you say to somebody who's also dealing with Parkinson's disease that might be listening right now, but has reservations about using cannabis to treat your condition? Their, their condition. What would your message to them be?
3: Absolutely honor your reservation. No drug works that you don't believe in. I shouldn't say no drug, but very few drugs. You have to have some faith in method of treatment you're approaching. Secondly, I would tell them, as I was told, don't do anything to make a bad condition worse. Don't take marijuana that you buy from a friend of a friend, and when you ask what strain it is, you get a shrug of the shoulders. I don't know, Acapulco gold, I guess. (laughs) Uh, You've got to buy from someone that respects the healing power of the plant and maintains Herbal quality growing throughout their facility, and you certainly don't buy anything outdoors that has the potential of being treated with rodenticides, pesticides, and so forth. It sounds like you're
2: you're talking about choose medical grade cannabis. And let let's talk about growing cannabis. You co you co founded both Phyto Management, a licensed cannabis producer in Washington DC, as well as Maryland Process and Cultivation, which I assume is in the state of Maryland. Can you tell us a little bit about those operations you have?
3: Yes. FIDO which produces under the brand District Cannabis, DC Cannabis, is the premier. And I know everyone thinks their dog is the best and their baby is the best, (laughs) but our weed is the best in the market. Nice. We produce a variety of product that's probably not out of the ordinary in Washington. But, for example, we produce most exquisite bud. We produce pre-rolls, cartridges, suppositories, lubricants, salves, pills, I'm trying to think of lozenges, candies, so that patients under the tongue droplets so that we offer the patient a number of ways of ingesting suppositories. We offer a number of products, all of connoisseur or comparable quality because we went in this... My partner, by the way, is a horticulturalist who believes that you listen to your plants as well as tune them up with the very latest individual plant sensors so that each plant gets exactly the same light Nutrient, airflow, and it produces a plant product that provides consistent results time after time after time. And Ed, we need to listen to
2: a word from our sponsors and advertisers now. I'm speaking with Ed Weidenfield. We're going to take a quick pause, hear a word from our sponsors, and be right back for our second segment. Time to roll
1: out for the people that let us present. Hang loose. We're coming right back. In
4: 2018, the National Cannabis Industry Association saw a 60% increase in congressional co-sponsorship of their priority legislation, the federal legalization of hemp, as well as the election of a new Congress expected to be more cannabis friendly. NCIA will host our ninth annual Cannabis Industry Lobby Days, May 21st through 23rd in Washington, D.C. Join in advocate for our industry, and forge a unified front with the industry's most politically engaged leaders. NCIA members from across the country descend on Capitol Hill for our annual Lobby Days event to tell their stories and advocate for federal reforms needed for our industry to reach its full potential. Make your plans now to be at the National Cannabis Industry Association's 9th Annual Cannabis Industry Lobby Days in Washington, D.C. Register for Lobby Days and learn how NCIA works to advance the cannabis industry's policy agenda every day at www.thecannabisindustry.org slash Lobby Days 2019.
5: Hey, take a look at this. They're selling smart pots. (laughs) They have pot that can make you smart? Where is it? Not that kind of pot. so it seems like a smart investment.
4: Look for Smart Pots in close to 2,000 garden centers throughout North America and ask for the original fabric container. Find a store near you or order yours online at SmartPots.com. Now available for pre-order through crowdfunding for just $14 plus $10 shipping. Pouches, premium mixing and rolling pouches allow you to carry and prepare your herbs for consumption with discretion and ease. These stylish pouches are handcrafted using strong zips, long-wearing buffalo leather outside, and smooth, cheap skin inside. A portion of proceeds go to fund vital medical research into cannabis for ADHD. See a demo and get yours now on Indiegogo or pouches.com. That's P-O-U-C-H-Z dot com.
1: We're back to Hemp Presents, only on Cannabis Radio. Now, back to our headstrong Emperor of hemp, Vivian McPeak.
2: We're back on Cannabis Radio with Ed Weidenfield. Ed, you have said that your work with cannabis has given you a feeling that you haven't experienced since 1964 when you participated in the Selma to Montgomery March during the Civil Rights Movement and that cannabis is a basic right and liberty. Can you explain what you meant by those statements?
3: There, There is... More to cannabis than its powers as a medicine. It was used to fill a private prison network with recalcitrant minority members who rubbed the cop the wrong way sometimes. That is an injustice as was the way the law was selectively enforced. There, Much of my career has been involved with fighting for social justice and personal freedom. The fight against cannabis is a fight against the injustice that we just talked about and it feels good to be fighting for a better world for my kids and grandkids i certainly i certainly agree with all of that
2: uh can i ask ed how have your lawyer colleagues reacted to the fact that you a formerly a straight-laced conservative is now a pot grower what, what's the overall reaction been from your former associates? Are they worried that you're turning into a hippie? One
3: of them calls me Shorty, and I really wonder if some of them don't think I'm a little nuts, but they all know, and they all call When someone comes down with a condition, that medical cannabis may benefit.
2: So the tide's tide's turning. They're starting to become aware. The
3: tide is turning. They're not getting their medical cards. They're still losing security clearances, but they have... The satisfaction of being on the right side at the right time of an issue that is clearly the right kind of issue to be behind and the right time to be supporting it. The fight's a long way from over. Yeah, that's... that's, that's we're close to, to the tipping point, I think.
2: And I think that the most recent polling shows that even among Republicans, there's a majority of, of Republicans now that believe that cannabis should be federally legalized. Speaking of that, Ed, the current 280E IRS tax code does not allow for standard business tax deductions for cannabis businesses making banking banking and credit really problematic if not impossible and the designation of cannabis as schedule 1 narcotic in the controlled substances substances act means that anyone involved in its production or sale even in legal states risks possible prosecution and incarceration we're currently in the Trump administration which is chaotic at best and virtually unpredictable in terms of of policy positions. Does that give you any pause? And are you optimistic that cannabis will be federally legalized anytime soon?
3: Look, until it's done, you're dealing with conflicting legal systems with a clear illegal substance at the federal level and the same kind of problems in. Many states still. So in this business, you're making a statement, and part of that statement is you believe the American people will do the right thing. But there are many ways to kill this nascent business. 280E is one of them, as you had alluded to a minute ago. And in the immortal words of the great shortstop Leo DeRocher, people are funny things to bet on.
2: <laughs> right. And I think it's uh, Winston Churchill that said America will do the right thing after it's tried every other route. <laughs> Um, I'm wondering: Are there any specific strains of cannabis that you find work best for your symptoms, and and any st-
3: select strains
2: that you intend to produce?
3: That's a a very good question. Different strains have had effects on me at different points in the advancement of the disease. I think. Our strains that were now diluting the THC, titrating is the word, titrating the THC with CBD is making some interesting combinations, that they're also working on with tissue culture. Uh, But I would have to say... My favorite therapeutic way of inhaling it, or not inhaling, but my favorite therapeutic way of ingesting it is with a dropper from a tincture bottle, measure out half the dropper, and I get a good night's sleep with relief from the muscle cramping that occurs
2: throughout the night. Well, that's fascinating. There are a lot of delivery methods that people can choose from, um, you know, and you, you listed a bunch of them just making the products uh, that you make. Uh, my guest is Ed Whiteenfield, and we're going to take another break. Here, pause for the cause, because there's flaws in the laws, and uh, – Hear a word from our sponsors and advertisers to come back with our final questions, so don't go anywhere. Time to
1: roll out for the people that let us hemp present. Hang loose. We're coming right back.
4: The National Cannabis Industry Association's 6th Annual Cannabis Business Summit and Expo. Returns to San Jose, California's McInerney Convention Center July 22nd through the 24th. Register today at CannabisBusinessSummit.com and take part in the most influential, award winning Cannabis Conference and Trade Show hosted by the cannabis industry's only National Trade Association. NCIA's Cannabis Business Summit and Expo offers attendees three days of engagement and interactive programs. Arrive early so you can participate in our pre conference workshops and off site tours. Join hundreds upon hundreds of exhibitors and thousands upon thousands of attendees at NCIA's 6th Annual Cannabis Business Summit and Expo, July 22nd to the 24th in San Jose, California. Register today at CannabisBusinessSummit.com. That's
5: CannabisBusinessSummit.com.
2: There should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot proved by the man who run high times. Oh, yeah. Get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana llama out. Got to tend to me own crops, you know. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc.
1: We're back to Hemp Present, only on Cannabis Radio. Now, back to our headstrong Emperor of hemp, Vivian McPeak.
2: We're back for our final questions with Ed Weidenfeld. Ed, on the break, uh, you said you might have a question
3: for me. Uh, Do you? Because we have the impression that Washington State is part of the Wild West, that anybody can get a license, anybody can sell... And the land is the land of milk and honey. How do you respond to that character or those characterizations? Well, as far
2: as well, Ed, first of all, we're talking about Washington State, not Washington, D.C., where you're at. Um, as far as it being the Wild West, I got my six guns hanging off my sides, my shaps. <laughs> um, that, that's not an accurate depiction at all. We actually uh, have a, uh, a a licensing system here in Washington State under I 502, the law that made cannabis uh, a commoditable a commodity here, legal commodity in the state. Um, and so you've got to get a license, and then you have to be able to afford, uh, you know, meaning all the regulatory
3: stuff, and and put that all together. And anybody, is it true anybody? Can get a license? Um no. Not not now because most of the licenses
2: have already been issued. There was a, a, a cap that our legislature put on them. Um but we I didn't see. have but it wasn't done on a merit system, it was done on a lottery s- stake. You say there was a mistake? Uh, yes, we think it should have been done on a merit system rather than a lottery system because there were some good businesses that got shut down that were medical providers that got shut down in place for the recreational and they weren't allowed to to fold over. And and many of us activist types thought that that was a
3: mistake for the medical community. That was, from my perspective, critical that people be in the business Who really understand the science of cultivating marijuana and understand something of the human body. I agree. What we have now is a lot of people racing to
2: the industry because they want to make a lot of money not necessarily because they have a history or understanding or belief in, in cannabis. Um, and and it seems that's both good and bad because they're bringing money with them that's needed, uh, but they don't always share the same, same passion for the plant. They don't share the values, and those
3: are the very people who will be quick to use pesticides and rodenticides and other treatments that are legal, but questionable harm to the body. That's where you really separate the ethical, respectful dealer. Nobody is making money now, and the people who thought they would are waking up, to the fact that it's still going to be a while to build and under this tax law you pay confiscatory taxes whether you earn anything or not but yep. one day it's going to be every bit as much a business and an employer and a national boon.
2: I agree, Ed, and we're going to have to leave it there. Uh, Ed Widenfield, I have uh, so much respect for you. Thank you so much for being on the show. It was an honor. And I certainly wish you nothing but the best of luck with all of your, uh, all your important activities that you're involved in, Ed.
3: Well, the honor is mine, and keep on trucking. <laughs> You can count on that, my brother. You
2: take care. Thanks. Now I'm, yes. now I'm going to get to a weekly feature. Hambrison on CannabisReader.com. That's the quote of the week, and here it is, and I quote, The ultimate ignorance is the rejection of something you not, know nothing about, yet refuse to investigate, and that's Dr. Wayne wire that concludes this is stallman hammers on cannabis radio i want to thank brasco my man in the control room all the cannabis radio sponsors and advertisers join me next week for some more reefer repartee and cannabis confabulation with some special hempo sapien on a journey to justice as we silence the violence increase the peace promote unity in the cannabis community with impunity because when it comes to prohibition you've got the right not to remain silent activism requires a voice Find your voice, speak up for justice Because resistance is fertile Until then, my friends, stay strong, stand tall Toke it easy Don't forget to email me at himpresent at gmail.com The Hymn theme song Take Back the Plants performed by Stickerbush And sung by a much younger version of myself Turn up the music, maestro I'm out Marijuana